Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable inviting you to stay tuned for this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus right here on your hometown radio station, Madison, North Florida, South Georgia, right here on WMAF. Glad that you are with us today. We're speaking in this second uh, edition of Let's Talk About Jesus about spiritual understanding, the key to spiritual knowledge. So we want you to to come with us into the Word of God today, to go with us into the Word of God today as we study this study. It is so vitally important that we understand the Holy Spirit's role in communicating to our hearts, not just to our heads, but to our hearts, that that we need to know by revelation. And, And until we know it by revelation, there's never going to be a realization of the deep things of God that God wants us to know. And He wants us to know it to, to a degree that there's absolutely no question and no doubting that our mind is fully persuaded of His truth. And this is the role of the Holy Spirit. So we do not preach the gospel with men's wisdom and dependent on our education and eloquence alone. I'm not an eloquent man and I'm not that highly educated. But I do know when I open the scripture and begin to read or to preach the word of God from the Bible, the Holy Writ, I know that the Holy Spirit is activated. I know that He's at work in me, and He will be at work in you. Amen. So we're dependent on Him today, not only for this study, but every single study from the Word of God. You know, the Bible says of the Holy Spirit, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, Jesus told us, He will guide you and me into all truth. Hallelujah. We need a spiritual guide. We need spiritual understanding, therefore. And that is the title of our teaching. We pray you'll stay with us today. And just before we get into the Word of God, we're going to read once again from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning with verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning with verse 12. We would like to invite you to come to our website if you type in T-H-C-O-G. That stands for The Holy Church of God, an affiliate of Independent Assemblies of God International in good standing since 1974, where I have been and am currently still (laughs) the senior pastor. And we just pray today that uh, all of these years of pastoral ministry uh, can help us in this evangelistic outreach to reach the world for Jesus through the media. This is a little station, and you know that, you that are right there in Madison. It doesn't have a high wattage output. It's a limited area that it will reach in that geographical space that it will cover. But because of the world wide web, this gospel on this station 
goes to the nations of the world. Uh, we know we have a listener in Africa that has, through the station, contacted us. We know we have listeners from many states in the United States of America, for they have contacted us. We know there are listeners right here in Tampa where this broadcast originates. Anyone connected to the World Wide Web can hear what you're hearing today. And if you'd like to be a media missionary, you know anyone, anywhere in the United States, anywhere in the world, uh, just just, uh, drop them a line, drop them an email, uh, tell them to just type in WMAF. They will get good family programming at their home page. Type in WMAF Radio, and up in the right-hand corner, there's a place to click to listen to whatever you're hearing in Madison, wherever they are, they can hear it on their computer. And uh, you can tell them what time Let's Talk About Jesus comes on, and they can tune in in their time zone and listen to that broadcast. And we're just so glad for those of you that are listening to the broadcast from our website that we just gave. Uh, we're glad that you are, are part of our broadcast family. And we're sitting down together now around the Word of God to receive revelation. Hallelujah. Spiritual understanding. The Holy Spirit is definitely activated when we open our heart and open the Word of God. And I believe He's right where you are right now. Hallelujah. To help you to understand and comprehend what God wants you to know. I made a statement last week uh, that uh, about an adage that is cliched that you've heard many times. And the adage is this. And it's erroneous. It is very, very wrong and very, very dangerous, particularly in spiritual matters. What you don't know can't hurt you. Oh, friend of mine, what we don't know is very dangerous. And that's why God wants to give us knowledge through spiritual understanding. It is vitally important that if you're lost today, that you know the destiny of every lost soul. It's appointed unto one, to, to man once to die, and after this the judgment. We need to know that. Not just hear about it, but till it becomes something that is a reality in our life. And we need to, to run to the one who says, come unto me. Come unto me, you that labor and are heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And you will find rest for your soul. Oh, there's a place in Christ and a peace in Christ where you cannot have to concern yourself about the judgment to come, about what's going to happen after this life is over. You can have the full assurance that your sins are forgiven, that you are sealed by the Holy Spirit, and that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And uh, I like what Billy Graham said about that. He said, a man is not really prepared to live until he's prepared to die. And when you settle that issue of where you're going to spend eternity, you can live your life 
and, and knowing that it is a temporal life and that it could stop at any given moment and yet live it in full assurance and in full confidence, full of peace, full of joy, full of anticipation and expectation that when this life is over, we enter into that eternal realm with God and that eternal place with those eternal persons that have preceded us there. Hallelujah. So we just pray that you are intrigued today enough to stay tuned. The Holy Ghost is with us today, and He's going to help us to teach and to learn from the Word of God today. All right. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, we read more last week. We're going to pick it back up at verse 12. It said, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned, or spiritually understood. Now, based on that, that, those verses of Scripture, I want to read how Paul preached and how dependent he was on the Holy Spirit, moving in the hearts of those who heard him. His target was more than their mind and their intellect. His target was their heart, and that's where the Holy Spirit begins. The revelation, it first enters through the mind gate, but it gets down into our spirit man. Listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. And he said, And I, brethren, when I came unto you, came not with the excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit, capital speaking of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, and of power, that your faith would not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, I made a statement I want to elaborate on this week, last week. The Holy Spirit gives the believer power to be, power to do, and power to know. Power to be. Jesus said, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be first witnesses unto me in Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the world. Hallelujah. But he also gives us power to do, and that's what Paul was talking about when he said, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me, which means through 
through that that the Holy Spirit communicates to me, I can, I can, I can overcome every circumstance. I can go through every test and every trial. And when we talk about doing, there are gifts of the Spirit that are manifest because of the Holy Spirit's abiding presence within the believer. Because the word power, behold, I give you power, dunamis, literally means miracle working ability. Miracle working ability. Power to be, power to do. And this is seemingly the least emphasized work of the Holy Spirit is power to know. Power to know. You see, Paul said the Holy Spirit is given that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. This is an incredible truth today that the Holy Spirit is here and He is where you are and He is within the child of God today that we might know what God has given us in and through Jesus Christ and His death on the cross. Everything flows from what happened at Mount Calvary. Everything flows from what Jesus did in our behalf. It opened the door for all of God's purposes and all of God's provisions and all of God's promises to be ours in Jesus Christ. But you you and I must know what is ours in order to claim them by faith. If you don't know what is yours, you can't claim it by faith. But if you know what belongs to you (laughs) and what God has already given you, then you can lay hold on it by faith. Hallelujah. In His provision. Hallelujah. All right. Let's go forward a little bit further today. And let me review and say this once again. Paul knew, therefore, that no matter how well he preached, or how clearly he taught, only the Holy Spirit could reveal the truth and reality of his words. Only the Holy Spirit could reveal the truth and the reality of his words. Though the ear may be tickled and the heart, therefore, is still untouched, there's still no conviction of sin and no convincing of truth. Sinners, therefore, are not truly saved, and saints are deceived and defrauded by the devil because they still don't know what is theirs in Jesus Christ. But when we come into knowledge through spiritual understanding, then it all changes. Praise God. Let's look at, let's look at Paul's prayer in Ephesians 1 and verse 15 through 21. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 through 21. You know, a great preacher of old said something, and I believe the reason this this is occurring is because of this lack of knowledge. My people, Hosea said, uh, my people, God speaking through the prophet Hosea, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And it's not just getting an intellectual perception and intellectual concept. It's not just giving mental assent to someone reading from the Scripture. It is having the Holy Spirit reveal to us 
the truth of the Word of God and the truth within the Word of God and the truth communicated by the Word of God, confirmed by the Holy Spirit in our heart. You know, the Bible said His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. That's why we don't have to fear the wrath to come. We don't have to fear what the world calls the grim reaper. There's nothing grim about leaving this body and and being escorted by angels (laughs) into the presence of God. One great saint of old, when he was passing, suddenly became lucid, and he said, How bright! the room, how full of angels. (laughs) There's nothing dark, nothing dreary, nothing foreboding, nothing scary about a room filled with the glory of God and filled with angelic beings awaiting to usher our soul into the presence of the Lord. When that gets down in your heart, (laughs) you can say what Paul said and you can't do it until it gets into your heart. He said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, (laughs) he said, Death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? Death is swallowed up in victory. Ah, friend of mine, the great enemy of God and man is death. It's called the last enemy. To be destroyed is physical death. But I want you to know something today. When you get the understanding of what it means to be saved and to have God's promise to seal us with the Holy Spirit and what He's told us happens the moment we draw our last breath here as Paul taught in Scripture to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, friend of mine. Then we can say, Death, where's your sting? And grave, where is your victory? Death is swallowed up in victory. Goes on to say, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, (laughs) unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for you know your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Praise God. This is so vitally important today. And so Paul prayed for this spiritual understanding to bring this spiritual knowledge in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 through verse 21. Listen to what he said. And this is all about knowing, unshakable knowledge and bringing an unshakable faith. It said, Wherefore I also... After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love to all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. This is his prayer for the church at Ephesus, and this is his prayer for the church at large, reaching into our generation to the 21st century. He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye might know 
what is the hope of his calling, and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all and all. Oh, what a prayer for a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened. This is spiritual understanding. God illuminating us. <laughs> Amen. By the Holy Spirit. When you see it for yourself, because the Holy Spirit has shown it to you, it's different than just when you hear it. Remember Jesus, when he talked about Jacob's well in John's Gospel, chapter 4. It said, and Jesus was in wearied. See, he, he operated in this human body just like yours and just like mine. And he became tired just like you, just like me. They came to a well, Jacob's well, and he said, I'll rest here. Told his disciples, you go on into the city and get us something to eat. And as they went, a woman came to the well, and she began to draw water from that well. And he spoke to her. And he said, Woman, give me to drink. And she was shocked that he would speak to her because she wasn't a Jew. And here he was clearly someone of Jewish descent and someone who was a very, very high-ranking religious man according to his garments and his demeanor. And she was shocked that he would speak to her. And he said, Woman, if you knew who it was, as she drew him water, that said, give me to drink. If you knew, if you had that knowledge, if you knew who it was that said, give me to drink, you would ask of me, and I would give you living water, and you would never thirst again. He told her, if you come to this well to get water, you're going to keep coming back to get more water. And he used that analogy, you will always get thirsty again and have to come back again. He told her about her life, said you've, you've had five husbands and, and you've given up on a lasting relationship and now you're living with a man that isn't your husband. But if you knew, if you knew, see this is the key, if you had spiritual understanding, bringing knowledge, spiritual knowledge, you would ask of me and I would give you living water and you would never thirst again and she said lord give me then this water and she left jacob's well and get, went back into her community and she said come and see a man that told me everything i ever did and and she was so convincing and so changed in her own demeanor that that people got up and they ran to jacob's well and jesus ministered to them 
And they came away from his ministry with knowledge. And they met the woman as they came back and said, Woman, we believe because of thy saying. See, that's mental assent. Enough to inquire, enough to be intrigued, enough to look into it for themselves. Said, We believe because of thy saying, but we have heard him for ourselves. And we know <laughs> this is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Oh, friend of mine, when this gets into your heart, by spiritual understanding and, and by the revelation of the Holy Spirit, and you know it for yourself, not just because mama said it, daddy said it, the pastor said it, the teach, Sunday school teacher said it, the evangelist said it, but because God said it to you from his word praise God then something is crystallized within your spirit and it becomes an unshakable knowledge within you praise God we used to sing the song the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away and no matter how many other voices you may hear what God has spoken to you by His Spirit will stick into your heart, stick into your mind, therefore. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is revelation knowledge. You see, when, when Jesus asked Peter, Who do men say that I am? Peter, being a fisherman by trade, not a theologian, not of the Sanhedrin, uh, but he was an Orthodox Jew, but he was a, a blue-collar worker. He wasn't some kind of priest or scribe, but yet he answered him immediately. And he said, he said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. <laughs> and Peter said, flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. You see, this is spiritual revelation. And then he said, And thou art Peter, and upon this rock, not Peter, but the revelation of Christ by the Holy Spirit, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Oh, friend, how we need to recognize our need for the Holy Spirit, for His leadership, for Him to illuminate us, for Him to, to lead us, for Him to guide us. I heard a captain of a cruise ship give a testimony. He said, when we are ready to come into ports that have a very narrow channel, though I'm the captain of that ship and responsible for it, there is a, a little boat that is sent out. We don't just go in because I don't know exactly the waterway. I have the maps, the sonar, but there is a man that is brought out to that ship. A little boat brings a man out to that huge cruise ship. And this man has has complete knowledge of every 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 little area, every nuance, every rock, every every sandbar. He knows exactly where the channel is. And he is permitted to come aboard that ship. And the captain steps back and gives him the helm. And he then 
gives the orders to take the ship in that narrow channel into its birth. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. This, this man was called a special pilot, and the Holy Spirit is our special pilot to guide us into God's truth until it becomes a personal, precise, unshakable knowledge in the believer. And faith comes forth. Hallelujah. Praise God, because we know that we know that we know that the Word of God is true, and we understand it spiritually, comparing spiritual with spiritual. And you have to step back and acknowledge the need for the Holy Spirit to show us what we need to know from the Word of God, to take it that vital uh, several inches from the head and deposit it in the heart or in our spirit man today. Oh, friend, I don't know about you, but I know God is speaking to me today. And I pray that He's speaking through me. And I pray that He's speaking to you today. I know one thing, if you don't know Jesus Christ today, I know that the Holy Spirit is right there where you are. And I know that He is speaking to you today. And I know what He's saying to you. He's convicting you of sin. He's showing you your need for a Savior, your need for forgiveness, and showing you the willingness of God to forgive you because He's showing you Jesus and Him crucified that you might be forgiven that you may be pardoned, that you may have eternal life. Oh, friend of mine, that you might be able to live with the certainty of death and yet live with the certainty of eternal life and have the peace that only God can grant you. So come to Christ today. Repent of your sin and call upon Him and come back next week. And let's talk about Jesus.